Welcome to Questions for Craig. I'm Susanna Sanfilippo, a registered yoga instructor here in Portland, Maine with Craig Williamson, ready to discuss one of your questions. Craig is a bodywork therapist and educator and the author of Muscular Retraining for Pain-Free Living, published by Shambhala Publications. If you have a question for Craig, go to craigwilliamson.net and click on the homepage link that says Questions for Craig. Okay, so we have a question for Craig. We have a listener that says, I've read your book and you described that releasing a muscle is different than stretching a muscle. So is there any value to stretching exercises? Hmm. Okay. Maybe I should <clears throat> just re recap the difference. Okay. Okay. Uh, you, a muscle is, uh, in a strict sense, you cannot stretch a muscle. But, 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 that's... <laughs> well, it's all semantics. It just depends how you define things. Oh, let's define then. Okay. So, uh, the, what stretches when you stretch a muscle is the, the connective tissue, which is around the muscle, and within it, but the, the connective tissue stretches the fascia. You can stretch fascia. So in yoga class when they say, this is a hamstring stretch, you would pipe up and say, well, actually it's stretching yeah. the connective tissue around the hamstring? Right. And, and, and maybe it's best not to split hairs here unless you're an anatomist. It doesn't matter. Okay. Right? But, but, it's, but it's helpful to understand that, that the main, the, the function of a muscle is to either engage or disengage to some extent, mm -hmm. okay. meaning that it's uh, <clears throat> the fibers of a muscle are either kind of interlocking with each other or not. So, like for example, if you if you're holding a glass, holding a ball in your hand, you need to engage your hand muscles to hold on to the ball. Mm -hmm. If you relax your grasp and the ball falls out. You've released those muscles. So what's happening in a muscle there is it's either uh, engaged or you know uh, you could say contracted. I like the word engaged, but it's it's working. It's uh, yeah, it's doing something. Okay. Relaxing is when the muscle is disengaged, meaning the fibers, the molecules, and the fibers are actually not. They've disengaged with each other, so uh, they're not linked up. So that would be relaxing. So that's really what I think of it. That's the main function of a muscle: is the function to, to engage or to disengage, or you could say to contract and relax. To to stretch a muscle is a different. It's a whole different thing. Is it? You, you know, you could you could stretch a rope, uh, but 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 a rope cannot engage and disengage. It's kind of an inanimate object, sort of. You know, so you can stretch anything. Uh, but doesn't necessarily mean it can engage and disengage. So the, I think that there's uh, the words get uh, mixed up because when somebody does a stretching exercise, they may have ended up releasing a muscle afterwards and they'll feel looser. So they'll say, well, I stretched my legs and now my legs feel looser or my legs feel more relaxed after I stretch them. And in fact, maybe they are. So I think it's helpful to know the difference. Oh, yeah. 
be particularly particularly because it's possible to uh, stretch a muscle and not release it. Right. I, I I hardly ever use the word stretch. Like when I'm working with people, I very rarely use that because it, it's it's mixes it's, it becomes unclear, except in certain situations. But uh, so the point really is to release the muscle. That that's the goal to me is get them to release. And uh, if muscles release, and the person there's still inflexibility, right? Then that could mean, which is not that common, but it but it it can happen. And there's a gray area here, which um, but then stretching the fascia might be useful, or some kind of manipulation by another person, you know, where they stretch your fascia for you, like scar tissue or something like that. If it's really if that genuinely is there, that could that could benefit by stretching it manually um, but that aside um, the the more fundamental issue is can a person release a muscle that's that's contracted that's tensed and there are and, and that involves basically kinesthetic awareness right? being able to sense what they're doing so there are various ways that you could do that more fundamental than stretching is just slowly moving it mm-hmm a slow motion, a slow movement, for example, like lying on your back and rolling your pelvis one way or the other, let's say, okay, and then sensing uh, what are my abdominal muscles doing when I do this? Can I release my abdominal muscles when I roll a certain way and can I engage them when I roll the other way? That, that would help a person tune in to whether or not they could release and engage their abdominal muscles. And if they if they discover while doing that that gee I can't really release my abdominal muscles when I roll my pelvis a certain way I can feel that they're actually still tensing then what that person needs to do first and foremost is learn how to release that muscle now if they don't know that and they and that person goes and does a stretch for their abdominals they may not realize that they'll in other words, they could be doing some kind of uh, bending position that, that, that this could lengthen their abdominals. They may not have the kinesthetic awareness to realize that even though they're trying to stretch their abdomen, their abdominal muscles aren't letting go. Their abdom it's possible to get in a position that stretches your abdomen, and yet your abdominal muscles just hold on. <clears throat> so it sounds like that stretch could become... Um, counterproductive. Yes, if that's the point of doing the stretch, in my opinion, if we're going to call use the word stretch, is to get the muscle to release. Which means a person has to be able to discern kinesthetically if the muscle's releasing. Which means they have to go slowly enough and pay enough attention to what they're feeling and doing, and making sure they're not forcing things enough to know. Hmm, am I letting go of my abdominals when I'm doing this? Because if they don't, if their abdominals are still holding on, and they, but they persist in doing a stretch, then something and something else is gonna is gonna be stretch is gonna be stretched. I mean, there's a potential there that they could be stretching out ligaments, uh, tendons, fascia in a way that that might not be good for them. Maybe unnecessary. It is unnecessary if they can't release. The, the most necessary thing is to get the muscles to let go. So how would they, so say they have uh, tight abdominal muscle that's, that's not letting go and they can't feel it, what 
What's yes. my question? Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, and you're answering yes. I'm reading your mind. The, the, so a, 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 if that person says, I'm going to do a, like maybe like, the, for example, like a cobra kind of position. Okay. Sure. Let's say, okay, so. Back and, and I'm thing. going to try to, right, stretch my abdomen. What they could do to be, to use it constructively is they could do a mini cobra, mini position, right, where they start to exert a little bit of, We'll call it stretch on their, on their abdominals and see, well, does the feeling of being lengthened help me to let go of this muscle? Because it sometimes can. Sometimes that, you know, when stretching works, the reason it works is because it, it gives a person a feeling that allows them to release the muscle. Sometimes that happens. So someone could get into that kind of, cobra-ish position and, and feel and, and they could use that feeling of stretching and they could feel the tightness and they could put their awareness or, or, or focus on what they're feeling and they could they could use that as a way to learn how to let go of their abdominals however if they don't do that if that doesn't happen or there's a possibility another possibility is that the very stretch they're doing is too much. Right. And that causes the stretch reflexes, which are protective reflexes in the muscles, that prevent stretch, prevent, uh, yeah, they, they cause the muscle to contract mm -hmm. in order to prevent it from being stretched. Mm -hmm. And that's a subconscious, automatic, you know, automated kind of reflexive response. So if you're going over your limit, your body says you're going over your limit, stop. Right, the muscle says, for whatever reason, it says that's too much. We're not going to stretch that much, and it tells it it, it 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 engages. It does the opposite of what you're trying to accomplish. So, say you don't hear that message, would and you still go over your limit. Is that where the damage can happen? Right, right. That would be the problem. Somebody could override that and just keep stretching, and then they end up. And if they persist in that, they're they're and, and if their hands get closer to the ground, or they 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 afterwards they say, "Whoa, I really stretched out." They stretch something. I don't know what they stretched a ligament or some other part of them. And it's not really. It, it, at the very least, it's just not helpful. Mm -hmm. It doesn't accomplish anything. At the worst, they could potentially pull something that doesn't go back. Or if they do it over time. Because the point is, they need to, is to release the muscle. I mean, that's that's the idea is to you know to be uh, if you want to be loose is you, you have your muscles not tensed. Right. So right. to so to be flexible doesn't mean you have to have stretched out muscles. It means you have to have released. Muscles. Means you need to be right. You need to be able to, to intentionally relax any unnecessary tension in your body. So I heard once, I don't know if you've heard this, um, that in order for a muscle to lengthen, you have to hold a particular stretch for uh, a minute to a minute and a half. Is that, would that be a way to override the stretch, the um, spindle system, the, what's it called? Uh, the stretch reflex. The stretch reflex. Is that a way to override the stretch reflex, or is that a way to work within the limits of the stretch reflex? Or is that a myth that you want to bust? No, no, it's not a myth, but it, like everything, the answer is sometimes. It's, it's sometimes that's true. 
it's true when it's true that, that that's it's it's really to me it's all about what kind of kinesthetic input rather what kind of sensory awareness is going to help that particular a particular person learn to do what they're trying to do so for some people staying in a position for a minute and a half because if you stay in a position for a minute and a half a stretch let's say for for a, year, a minute and a half not a year and a half a minute and a half uh, that what will happen is that the repeated sensations that come from that, the feeling of gravity and how it's pulling on the muscles and all the things that are happening while you're just lying there. Like, for example, in a restorative yoga position, mm -hmm. right? Just lying there on your props. That, that, that the accumulation of the, of the sensory information that comes in from being in that position informs the person's neuromuscular system enough that, that it gets like a whole picture of what of it's as if the their neuromuscular system can say, oh my, now I realize that I'm holding on to a spinal muscle that I don't need to hold on to, and it just lets go. Mm -hmm. it, it's let go because it got enough information. Right, and, and we got a message. And the position that they were in for a minute and a half gave them that information, and as long as in that minute and a half, they're not aggravating or activating their stretch reflex, then potentially it could help. Now, the person next to them in the same class might lie there and nothing will happen. Right. They may be there ten and a half minutes and nothing happens. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just that information wasn't enough for that person mm -hmm. because, of what's, because of whatever the variables are in that person. And there, uh, and, and there could be a third person that's, that's uh, decided that it's too boring and they're going to they're gonna push the limit a little more. Yeah, right? sure. And, and they're going to actually... The teacher said, well, don't strain anything. They said, well, nothing's going on. I'm going to take these props out and kind of stretch this thing. Mm -hmm. And they may end up getting nowhere because they're, they may be activating their stretch reflexes. Because mm -hmm. their, their mind is saying, this isn't enough. I'm not doing enough here. I need to do more to make something happen. But they're not aware of the fact that their body, their muscles are actually resisting what they're doing. So, to answer the viewer, listener... Not the viewer yet. Um, there is value in stretching, quote unquote, muscles, perhaps, sometimes, but with this finely honed awareness going on, how, how would you characterize, summarize? I would say that the, the simple way would be just to ask yourself, well, it, it, am, am I... Well, that the purpose of, of, of doing your stretch is to feel that you are able to release a muscle that is, that is too tense. That would be uh, the goal. Okay. All right. Thank you. So if you out there listening have a question for Craig, absolutely email it in. Thank you. You have been listening to Questions for Craig with Craig Williamson. If you have a question that you would like Craig to address, please send it to craig at somaticintegration.com. Learn more about Williamson muscular retraining at somaticintegration.com.